you have intercepted the virtue signal with Bill Whittle and Alfonso Rachel, also known as that knucklehead Zoe. In the era of virtue signaling, where sanctimonious self-righteous liberals preach to us from atop their high donkey of supposed moral supremacy, while being about as woke on virtue as a person on a diet in a donut shop calling donuts racist because they're not low-carb. If you appreciate the content, please support by sharing, and please consider a financial contribution to help us do our part to promote sanity in a world where people boast in science while saying gender is fluid. Links in the description field. Thank you. Hey, hey, what's up, folks? All right. Let's get some signal response going. And uh, we're just a, a recap as folks are coming in. If you're if you're new to uh, the signal response, it's just me responding to, uh, you know, the audience that uh, Bill Whittle and I have uh, in the show that we do called The Virtue Signal. And uh, thank you guys so much for the positive feedback and, uh, and wanting to see me over at uh, BillWhittle.com. Uh, you know, we're basically, uh, you know, chopping it up in terms of like, you know, when, when we get down to like, what, what, what is virtue, you know, and, and I think one of the, the, the case that we're constantly making is that, you know, the thing is, is that virtue is something that, you know, we can't define on our own, uh, especially from my angle where I'm coming from is that, uh, you know, virtue, it has to have a standard and none of us, nobody, nobody throughout history, except for the Lord himself is qualified to make a foundation of virtue uh, to build on. So, you know, we're always going to kind of come to this impasse about what virtue is, because somebody can do something what they think is virtue and to somebody else is like, man, that's not virtue is <laughs> virtue at all. Right. So um, this is one of those things that I, I reckon that, you know, civilization, for, for lack of a better word, is just going to, you know, butt their heads on uh, as it is. So, um, hey, what's up, Justin? Thanks for coming in, man. I'm glad that you caught him, too, man. I'm, I'm uh, grateful that I picked up on your radar. Uh, you know, they try to keep me off the radar. So uh, I really appreciate you stopping in. And uh, so at any rate, you know, uh, Bill and I, you know, we, we try to discuss these things. Hey, man, these are these are age old discussions, you know. So um, and that's one of the things that we're trying to get away, not so much get away from. You know, we're always going to have to have the discussion. But at some point, it has to go beyond just talk because uh, we can reason these things out. Uh, but as much as there's a lot of people out there who try to posture themselves as virtuous and stuff like that, they're not virtuous at all. And they use other means to uh, push uh, their idea of virtue or their beliefs on other people. And they do it with very creative means. So we want to be able to, you know, be able to produce uh, things outside of just, you know, um, you know, these talking head narratives. Uh, but be able to present these things in a way that, you know, capture people's imagination. Once we have that connection with them, we convey uh, the, the the truth. Uh, indeed, uh, Losum says we can only pursue virtue um, as long as you understand what the, the, the virtue is. Like, say, for instance, uh, the pursuit of virtue for, for, for me is, is a biblical pursuit. And you want to pursue uh, the teachings of the Lord. Uh, you know, and as long as you, like I said, as long as you understand what the virtue is, who the virtue is, the Lord himself, he is the law. Um, that's where we want to be at. And once you've got that down, um, you know, it kind of free, it frees you in a way, uh, uh, for pursuit. As long as you maintain your grip, you know, you, you know, <laughs> cling, you know, cling to the, the robe of the Lord to, Hey, <laughs> you know, I found the right path and I'm not letting go. So, uh, you know, in, in that sense, yeah, I totally agree. You, you got to keep, uh, keep up the pursuit. Um, so let's see. Yeah, like I was saying about uh, with, you know, with Bill and I, you know, we're trying to make sure that we find, you know, we have this medium that we use to, uh, you know, talk about these virtues. But, you know, I think uh, one of the things that's really lacking in, in trying to promote virtues is 
is uh, illustrations, you know, making a very compelling um, illustrative case on, on how to connect with people and to, to you know, bring people into a, a, a more refined or, or a, a more solid view of what virtue is. Because like I said, even virtue, people's idea of virtue, that's, it's, it's chaos, right? There's so many uh, contrasting views of what virtue is and, and uh, it's being sold to us as diversity. Right. Uh, it, it, that's that's how it's sold on the culture. And, and you have these people who have these different ideas of virtue as long as it fits into the left wing paradigm of what their idea of virtue is. Then I guess that's virtuous. And they call that diversity. And like I said, diversity and divide share the same root. And they're using this kind of propaganda to divide us. But but mind you, y'all, this is virtuous to them. They think that we deserve this. Right. They think that they are going to be the ones who pass judgment on this country and reform it in their image of how they think it's supposed to be how uh, supposed to be and they're doing all sorts of things that we would define as evil to do it but to them it's virtuous it's justice right which brings me to why i'm doing this episode of the virtue signal because this is responding uh to the audience uh who are kind enough to watch the show and input uh we this episode was uh on wrath you know we're talking about uh wrath and um i think the flip side of of wrath the virtue to that was uh patience and th this is doing um basically based on the seven deadly sins which i don't i don't particularly agree we we just you know we talked about the seven deadly sins as a as some sort of classic of virtue, right? Classic of what evil is or what sin is and it's contrasting virtue. And uh, so we discussed the seven deadly sins, which like I said, I don't really agree with the seven deadly sins, uh, long story short. And, and I talk about these things in our in our video, this virtue signal, so I won't drag it out here too much. And uh, on the flip side of, of wrath is supposed to be like patience, which I wouldn't agree that that's what the flip side of wrath would be. Flip side, it wouldn't be more so patience, it would be more like forgiveness. Um, forgiveness would be uh, the, the actual virtue. And that is a virtue spoken of by the Lord himself. That's like a condition. It's like, you want me to forgive you? Well, then you got to need, you got to learn how to forgive other people yourself. Uh, so, and you rely on the Lord's strength to be able to do that. Um, so, you know, with these, with these responses uh, to uh, this video, uh, wrath, uh, let's see, let's take a look at some of what we got. Um, and it's, you know, it's, this this probably this well unless I keep on rambling this this episode will be kind of short but let's see what we get from uh, Ben Rex seven 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 who says I want to keep saying this is your best series it just feels right uh, I feel it feels just right listening to you talk about virtue um, that is indeed. Uh, a blessing to read. I'm glad that uh, uh, that these uh, episodes, these, this series is resonating with you. And I'd like to think the reason why is because, hey, it's based on what the Lord has to say. It's it's taking uh, what the Lord has to say. He, he who is the word, he is the logic, he is the reason and applying it just as the Bible is supposed to be. It's like the Bible is not some outdated archaic book. Uh, a book, <laughs> archaic book. The Lord, He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's being, He's the Word that is going to last forever. Everything else passes away. Heaven, Earth pass away. His Word remains forever. So, you know, I'm, I I would like to think that that's what I'm bringing to the table. That's the thing that's going to resonate forever. So, um, praise be to God. That's what's resonating with you. I think that's what uh, you're de uh, detecting. That feels right. You know, down to the to the cellular level, down to the atomic level of your being, down to your soul. 
uh, is where I'm coming from with is based on the word of God, not my own self-righteousness. I hope to God that I'm not speaking out of my own self-righteousness or anything like that or my own piety, uh, whatnot. I hope that uh, what is resonating with you is the word uh, of God himself that we can still apply because the word of God is is it, it spans all generations. It spans cultures. It spans history. That's it has to do that in order to qualify as God breathed in this God breathed canon. So uh, hopefully that's what you're picking up, you know, and that's how, uh, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll continue to try to bring it. God willing, I'll keep rolling, you know. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, we got uh, Omen, or is that Omen? Uh, Q-Man, sorry about that. So it's uh, Q-Man, uh, Q-M-A-N, YouTube user, uh, says, great collaboration, Bill. I just subscribed to Mr. Rachel's channel. Hey. Right on. That's a, that's another blessing. I'm, I'm, you know, we're stoked that uh, people are pleased. You know, they're they're feeling like they're getting fed by this series. They're hearing um, uh, the word. You know, the word the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be applicable. And how and the, what makes it applicable, y'all? This is what makes the word of God applicable. It ain't about you know, um, you know, all these things that you know uh, Jesus can do for you, which He can. Don't get me wrong. But Jesus had already done the most amazing thing that that can be done. Anything else from that is icing on the cake or sprinkles on the donut. You know what I'm saying? You know, he 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 died for our sins. He gave it all. He gave it all. It, you know, it's like I'm eternally grateful for that. You know, it's like if it, if Jesus does anything else, then hey, man, wow, wow, what a, I mean, what a what a super bonus. Um, that being said, y'all, the um. The bottom line gets down down to this. It's um, it's knowing who you, the the real the the when people talk about that experience, it's like I'm looking for my my Christian experience, or I'm looking for it's like the experience is is seeing the word point to Yeshua. Once once you get that down, man, every time you every time you open the Bible, you get your experience because you see that Yeshua is who he's always said he is. He's always been here. It's always been him. Once you get that down, you know, that in itself is the mind blower. I know some, you know, some some Christians, you know, people who call themselves Christians, they feel like they've been cheated or something like that because they didn't get their experience. You know, they they want to have this experience and whatever that experience may be, that's going to change their life. Uh, no, no. If uh, that's that's for really that's for the greedy. Uh, you start reading and you rely on the Holy Spirit to counsel in your study, and you start seeing Jesus pump up, uh, jump off them pages. Um, that is when that is when you start getting your experience, right? It's it's um it's fulfilling. I'm telling you, uh, you know, to to see that Jesus, hey, he wasn't lying, man. He is exactly who uh, he said he is. So I'm 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 pleased that. Um, that uh, Cumin is also uh, pleased with this series. Uh, let's see, um, Ma um, Mario, yeah, M-A-R-M-A-Y-R-O, Savannah, Mario Savannah says that no way you get 2% views with this content and 180,000 subscribers. I agree, man. Yeah, but uh, on, on Bill's channel, he's got about, he's got 185,000 subscribers um and on my channel i've still i'm still in the 70,000s after 5 years right my my content doesn't grow you know you guys hear me talk about this stuff but people they notice it they pick up on it so between bill and i we both to, to combine we got like 200 you know 80,000 subscribers or something like that um so 250 my math sucks but it's definitely <laughs> it's 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 definitely like for my channel for 70,000 plus subscribers I only about 1% of my subscribers see my stuff, right? So um, 
that's, you know, that's either because my stuff really sucks and the thrill is gone with my audience or because my stuff is is uh, still after all these years intentionally blocked. It's been that way on Facebook. Y'all, the, the, the way my uh, at the rate my content was going, I should have had about 500,000 subscribers by now. Right. If, 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 uh, uh, if, if my stuff wasn't blocked. Right. Five hundred thousand. I'm sure at least at least five hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube by now on Facebook. My 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 count has been about a hundred thousand for the past five years. It won't grow past that. It's hundred. It fluctuates between a hundred thousand to hundred seven thousand. Then it'll drop and stuff like that. The trajectory I was going, I should have had a million followers, uh, page followers on Facebook, a million page followers, easy by now, right? But they stopped me from growing. So and 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 I've suppressed my content. So I hear I hear you, uh, Mario. Uh, my content is definitely suppressed. Uh, you know, which is uh, relevant to what we're talking about with this wrath. Um, this is what it gets down to, y'all. Since we were talking about wrath, the wrath of uh, the tech, the tech giants, if you if you will, the wrath of liberalism itself, uh, the wrath of of these leftists. Uh, People are starting to feel the effects of that. We've been talking about this recently. Look, man, we're we're operating in their territory using YouTube, Facebook. Because I've, I've been talking about this for years. Like, man, at some point they're gonna pull the rug up from us. It's gonna be it's gonna be ugly, right? And people are seeing that now. Um, and this isn't this isn't even wrath, y'all. Uh, this is um, this is just straight up vengeance, you know? Because you know when you got the wrath of God, wrath of God, that's justice. He's he's a just God. You leave the wrath to him because he has a he has an airtight case against every one of us, right? His, 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 his indictment against us is, is airtight, right? And the only ones who, uh, um, qualified to uh, gain our acquittal is, is Jesus himself, if we, if we accept him as our intercessor, our, our representative, right, to represent us. Other than that, um, you know, the, the judgment of God is just against everybody. And uh, and if it ain't if it ain't the justice of God that people assume to bring and they talk about wrath and we're, we're just talking about straight up vengeance. These people out there talk about being social justice warriors and you got, you know, the, uh, your operatives of Facebook and, and, and YouTube, Twitter and stuff like that. These social justice warriors it shouldn't even be called social justice. As I've said earlier, it should be called social vengeance warriors. They want to take their vengeance out on people. Right. And they're taking their it's like and you see it. It's like they, they did away with my content. Years ago, I can't even like the Zoloft, like people say, hey, man, uh, you don't see your videos anymore. I can't even post them on YouTube anymore. Right. They'll they'll, they'll delete them when I put them up. I got to put them up on Rumble, which hardly anybody visits anyway. So I get people, you know, it's like I, I, I for so long, people have been saying, you know, you need to go on Rumble. You need it's like man, I've been on Rumble for years and people say you need to be on it. It's like if you're if you're asking or telling me that I need to be on Rumble, you know what that means? It means you didn't look for me there. Right. I'm not trying to come off, you know, contentious. Forgive me. I'm not. I'm just saying. And, not, and, and maybe people did. Maybe people did. But even Rumble makes it very difficult to find me. It's not user friendly like that. I'm sorry. It's, it's just not. Um, I hardly get any support or promotion on Rumble. Uh, so, you know, I've got a whole bunch of content up there that hardly anybody sees. Hardly anybody shares. You know, the engagement on Rumble for me, it, it sucks, right? It sucks. It's bad. But there's a blessed few who, who try to watch my work there. And I really appreciate it. I really do. Um, but, you know, it's it's um, but it's a it's an effort, y'all, to squash this wrath that they're pouring out on people, this vengeance that they're doing. And, um, you know, so they definitely came after my work uh, in order to do that. 
Um, let me see. I see. I think it's uh, let me see what Baptist 72 I picked up on this. Uh, I think it's ridiculous that you still haven't blown up after this long. Brandon Tatum and Candace blow up one million odd subs and you're stuck in the dumps. Hey, I, I appreciate that, man. And and um and it's it's unfortunate, you know, because like say with uh with Brandon Tatum. You have a lot of conservatives, you know, they're they're so hung up on it. Just it just goes to show that so many conservatives are so hung up on politics that they don't even care that a person doesn't even believe in God, that their 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 idol is politics. That's where their real affinity and affection is. So you can have Brandon Tatum who can get out there and say Jesus isn't God and conservatives still they they're they're they'll make his videos go viral, which I think is really sad. And this is one of the reasons why we're losing our country. Right. Because people put a premium on the premium on these things and God can just go take a back seat. You can have this person who sits up there and calls himself a Christian for what? I don't know what you call yourself a Christian for, but he can call himself a Christian, you know, and he doesn't even believe that Jesus is God. That makes no sense. It's illogical. Right. It's <laughs> how illogical is it? It even tells you that in the beginning was, you know, you, you got the word with God and the word was God. It's telling you that. And the word itself means logos. The logical, right? The logic, the reason. It's that's that's what it means. Meanwhile, you got this person who's being totally illogical with the logos himself that's telling you, yeah, in the beginning, I was there. Not only was I there, that was me. Right. So, um, but people will still gravitate towards him and and you know, they 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 don't care that these people, you know, it's one thing, I guess, you know, it's sad if a person doesn't believe in God. You know, but to call yourself a Christian, not believe that Jesus is God is, is bad enough. And, you know, Brandon Tatum, you know, he wants to go ahead and pretend that Jesus, you know, isn't isn't God. That doesn't surprise me. Brandon Tatum has, has pretended like I don't exist for years. People ask all the time, say, hey, have you connected with Brandon Tatum? Knowing what I know about Brandon Tatum, I'm glad that we haven't connected. I have no regrets about that. Matter of fact, I'd prefer uh, I hope I'm not somebody that he needs to connect with. Jesus is who Brandon needs to connect with. Okay. Once he gets that straight, then, you know, then we can talk. But other than that, I don't really have any interest in connecting with Brandon Tatum. That's not something that I regret uh, that he's uh, that he's just gone ahead and pretended like I don't exist. Just like Candace Owens, same thing. Um, you know, I've helped pave the way for people like this. Right. So uh, who, who are able to do what they do and get the notoriety that they've had. And uh, and they prefer to pretend like I don't exist uh, at this point and, and for a while. It's like, you know what? I'm I'm okay with that. I see what kind of people you are. I'm I'm okay that that you want to go ahead and pretend like I don't exist. D just go ahead and keep it that way. Um, I'm fine with that. But yeah, I hear you, man. It's, there's and there's a lot of people out there. It's, there's people that I reach out to. Still, it's it's the strangest thing. It's strange, man. I tell you, it is weird. You know how uh, you know I can reach out to people and they do not answer back. And it's like, wow, man, what, what, did, what did I do? What did I, what did I, did I do something to offend you? I don't, I don't know. Uh, because I want to support y'all. I want to support these people. You know, I, I want, I want us to have a, a, um, a solid uh, stand against the godlessness and against the liberalism that's coming against this country to, uh, to erode it. I'm not talking about, you know, my fame or my, my, my notoriety or anything like that, man. I want to preserve this Republic, man. It's a God given Republic. I want us to maintain the freedom to be able to report of the good news. You know what I'm saying? But the country's being taken over by fake news. And one of the reasons why the country's being taken over by fake news is because you do have these egotists on the right who are so concerned about their brand and their spotlight that they carefully select people to make them look good to help maintain their brand. And if you're not, if you're not one of those who can do that, 
They'll make sure if you're a threat to their brand or anything like that, if you if you get in the way of their image of being a trailblazer, one of the, the, the people that people are looking to who got uh, who are first to step on the scene to make themselves look all woke, you know, and woke up the rest of the black community. If you're a threat to that, they don't want to have anything to do with you. Right. And that's one of the reasons why this country is imploding. That's why we have this fake president in office right now, because people had uh, all this faith. You know, in in a, a Blexit and all that sort of stuff, and I was, I'm like sitting back saying, "Man, that's that's not gonna do it. That's not where it is." You know, but because I'm you know not on board with that, or because I well, even before that, even before that, I wasn't invited to the table. Right? They made sure that I did not, I was not mentioned at the table. Um, and like I said, seeing as these people are, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, so no, no hard feelings, but I see how these people are and it's, they're just not people I want to be involved with. Um, so let's see. Um, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad to see that. And I don't mean this in a bad way. Uh, as Lonesome Dave says, is after I heard his views on Jesus, I was out of there. Um, that's, that's comforting. And at the same time, you know, it's good to know that Jesus is paramount right number one it's like look man if you're gonna sit up there and call yourself a christian and say that jesus ain't god then then i'm out you lost me because from there it's like i don't even know what your version of the truth is what do you base your truth on if you can't even get that straight i don't i don't i can't trust anything else that you say you know you're gonna look at the word of god and then you're gonna say that jesus ain't god why should i trust anything else that you have to say and the sad part of it is man is the arrogance that he talks about it's like basically it's like he's sitting at home you know all you know laid out it's like you don't talk you're gonna talk about the word of god that way it's like man are you in your drawers or something like that and he's like i don't know it's like it, it, it doesn't look right right and it's like in the same arrogance i think he, uh if i understand correctly he was a police officer it's like man are you if you're gonna take the same kind of arrogant position in talking about our most high king and priest god incarnate god himself right if you're going to talk about him in that manner, with that kind of posture and stuff like that, with that kind of arrogance, it leads me to believe that that's how you tell that's how you dealt with people in uniform. You can't even honor our most high king and priest when you talk about him. I can't trust that when you were when you were a police officer. And maybe that's one of the reasons why people think that police officers are so arrogant and people police officers out there be treating people like crap. I didn't even I can't even see this guy talk about Jesus with reverence. So why should he even treat the people that he's supposed to be serving with? I just, I just see arrogance, right? So I don't know. Now, I'm not trying to say that that's how he was, but that's a pretty good indicator. You're going to talk about Jesus like that? So why should, I, why should I think that? And this is one of, probably one of the reasons why people think that cops overall have a bad rep and, and are just arrogant, you know, and, uh, and, and a bunch of bullies, right? And that's what he sounds like. He sounds like a bully, right? You, it's like and challenging people to come and test him on this and stuff like that and um, uh, it just doesn't look good, you know, but I didn't want, I didn't come on here to talk about, uh, Tatum. That's, that's, uh, um, uh, uh, he's got enough attention. So <laughs> those are just my observations. Um, Hey, some, uh, uh, John DeSavo says, love that shirt. Hey, thank you, man. I'm, I'm glad that you dig it. Uh, they're available at my website, bronzeserpentmedia.com. I hope, uh, I hope you, uh, decide to sport one, man. I better look real good on you. All right. <laughs> so let's see, um, back to, uh, addressing those who are uh, weighing in on, on the uh, virtue signal. Now, this is, a um, let's see, we have, and, and one more, one more thing that I wanted to say about, uh, you know, with this, um, you know, me getting a uh, 1%, 2% of, of views. It's like I tried to say, I've been saying this for a long time. Uh, you know, we got conservatives. They talk about being the sleeping giant, you know, 
uh, the sleeping giant is getting whooped by the tech giants. Okay. Uh, conservatives, too many conservatives talking about that sleeping giant thing for a long time, to which I say, why is the giant always sleeping? Right. The, the, the giant sleeps too much. You've awakened the sleeping giants. The tech giants then came in and are whipping behind. Or when they boast about being the silent majority, the silent majority is getting whooped by the noisy, the noisy minority. Okay. So these things, you know, these things really need to be rethought and, and, and the language needs to change, not the principles, but the language. And I've been saying that for years. Uh, but uh, I hope uh, it's I guess maybe something something good got to come out of this. Some sort of awakening has got to come out where conservatives need to understand. And, as, and a lot of conservatives just shut me out, too. It's not just the, it's just not the shadow. Band. A lot of because I tell conservatives what they need to hear. You know, it's like they, they want to listen to these people, tell them what they want to hear and tell them that liberals are dumb and liberals are this and liberals are that. And, and, uh, and we need to be about, you know, MAGA and, 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 and from my cold, dead hands and stuff like that. They want to hear all that prideful, boasting, fire breathing talk. But it's like they don't want to hear that. Hey, you might not want to do this. You say that and already they don't want they don't want to do anything with you anymore. Right. They just want to hear. They just want the red meat of feeling like it, that puffs them up. You know, they want that yeast. They want to get puffed up. I don't do puff uppery, right? I'm not here to puff up conservatives. I'm here. It, it's, that's 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 not what I do. We talk truth, right? I talk truth from a from a biblically conservative perspective, right? That's where I come from. But I'm not going to just sit here and tell people I'm not an ear tickler, right? I'm not a biblical ear tickler. I'm not a I'm not a uh, a political ear tickler. I, I try to tickle the funny bone, <laughs> you know. I I try to be funny. I'm not a comedian, but I try to be funny, right? I'll try to do that. But as far as my politics go, I don't do no ear tickling, man. I'm saying, look, man, you might not want to do this. This is not going to this. I'm trying to help you. This is not going to help you if you do this. And conservatives, it seemed like to many what they wanted was uh, uh, people to apologize for them, especially when it comes to black folks. Right. And since I wasn't going to be the black guy, because they 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 put me out there a lot like that. The black guy, black reporter does this and black reporter says this about Obama. And uh, and I came out, I said, like, man, don't I got a name. You don't need to put my headlines in there and talk about the black guy. I got a name. Why can't you just say Alfonso Rachel says this? Why does it have to be the black guy? That's cheap. That's cheap promotion. That's a cheap clickbait. You're supposed to be better than that. Where's the journalistic integrity in that? Right? There ain't none. So, but that's what they would do. And I'm like, look, man, don't you, this is, you're inviting liberals to, to, to accuse you of tokenism. If you promote me like that, that's what you're going to get. Or black guy, look, he's the black guy who disagrees with Obama and he and he's the black guy who's OK with it. It's like, dude, no, no, you don't do that that way. All right. And since I'm not going to be the black guy that says, OK, yeah, it's OK for you to use me like that. I have no use to them anymore. So they cast me aside and they found some others that they can enjoy putting up there to do that. Right. So that's one reason why I have no place at the table. Sorry, but a lot of conservatives have done that. Right. I got thrown into a ditch because I wasn't going to allow myself to be used that way. And, you know, because of that, you know, I guess I got to pay the consequences. But it's not about trust me, y'all. I don't do it because of my own personal integrity or anything like that. I do it because it doesn't do you any favors. I'm telling you, that does not help you. I tried to tell conservatives that a long time ago. It doesn't help you. But they still try to lean on stuff like that. And I'm telling and it's not turning out good, is it? It's not working. Right. It's not working. The country is becoming more and more divided. All this hope that people thought that they had in, in blacks waking up to Donald Trump and Blexit and all that sort of stuff. I told you that's that's not going to work, man. It's not going to work. It's not going to turn out good. But, you know, what do I know? Um, so at any rate, uh, let me see. Let me jump to this guy. 
uh, the com the combo oh the com the combat mechanic all right combat mechanic uh, so he says I served two tours two tours in Afghanistan and in Iraq uh, there is no God Bill trust me uh, you know we're grateful uh, to you uh, for your service um, now but but um, uh, but just because <laughs> but just because you served uh, doesn't mean that I have to uh, appreciate uh, what you say about uh, the, the slanderous statement or the, the false statement about there being no God. Uh, I got it. I get to take issue with that. Sorry. Um, but, you know, I am a grateful of your service to protect uh, the God given rights of man. See, here's the thing. When a person says uh, and, you know, and people in the military, they, they've served and they've seen the horrors and stuff like that. I, I get it. I, you can see why they feel like there is no God. Right. What kind of God were these atrocities that these people do and the evil that goes on here, the oppression? What God would allow this? What God? Really? There's there's no God. You know, I've had, you know, people, you know, uh, uh, soldiers tell me that they they had children die in their arms. You know, it's it's a horrible thing to, to hear. And they say there's no God. What God would allow this? You know, so y'all, when people say. And I'm not the first to make this observation, but when people say that there there is no God uh, because they've gone over to, 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 uh, to war to see this. And I say, OK, you say that there is no God. And like I said, I'm, I'm in agreement with this. I'm not the person who uh, who the first to make this observation. But proof of God is you being there. You're saying that what God would allow this to happen. God didn't allow this to happen because if he allowed it to happen, you wouldn't be here. You're here to make us to put a stop to it. You are being used by God to bring goodness, to bring justice, to bring liberty, to liberate these people from oppression. That's why you're here. If there's proof of God, proof of God would be in the fact that you're here. What goodness did, did you did you come up with that goodness on your own in your own heart? What virtue did you create that made you say, I want to serve so I can help bring liberty to another country? You didn't create that. You had to, that you borrowing it. You're borrowing it from, from, a, from a, a fixed eternal virtue that comes from God himself. If you went to go serve, then you are bringing the presence of God to that place. That place rejected God. What's, is, is, is God's not going to force himself on there. If they don't want God, he's not going to force himself. That's not how God rolls, right? But they rejected God. They embraced something else. And what they've embraced brings, <clears throat> brings oppression and murder, Right? And it says through scriptures that when this happened, God dispatches an army there to bring a judgment against these people. And yeah, in, in those things, there's going to be casualties. That's just the world. That's what the world's been given over to. That's not God's fault. Not God's fault at all. Right. So to say that there is no God, um, that's a that's a gross misstatement. Um, and if you, you're not going to help anybody by saying there is no God, because from there you have nothing to base goodness on. You have nothing to base justice on. You have nothing to base liberty on. You have nothing to, to base anything that is actually right. It'll always be obscure. What, by, by whose counsel? Who, who has written the fixed and eternal word that we can go by that says this right here is what's good and right? that we can live by. I know I didn't, you didn't, nobody else did, nobody, right? Only God can do that. And unfortunately we have people out there who just don't believe that. And that's why we have perpetual chaos. 
because people have fallen for the lie that they can create their own merit, that by, by their own standards, they are virtuous. It doesn't work, right? Because in that instance, virtue can mean anything. It can mean anything to anybody, right? And it will turn out oppressive uh, to anybody else, right? I guarantee you. Um, let's see. Uh, one more one more comment uh, uh, to address with um, um, on, on the virtue signal. I'm going to be responding to uh, Messiah Lives Ministries. Uh, I have to wonder why I just signed up on the $20 plan if this video shows up on Bluetooth or, or YouTube uh, before it even shows up on your website or Rumble. Um, okay, there's, uh, I've seen this concern a couple of times and I, I wanted to, I'm going to address this again. I, I, I reckon people, they're looking for, um, when, they, when they subscribe to Bill Whittle's channel, they're, they're looking for exclusive, it's like they want to see it first, they want the exclusive content, and I guess that's the impression uh, that they're getting. Um, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think that Bill Whittle is worded it that way. We're looking for subscribers, yes, but um, I, th I think people are misunderstanding the effort here. When you, when you pay uh, for, for uh, what you're getting on Bill, Whittle channel, Bill Whittle's channel, y'all, what you're paying for is, is not exclusive exclusivity per se you're paying for us to be able to to keep creating the content and not only that if this content is exclusive how are we going to affect the culture don't don't you want us to promote sanity <laughs> right and, and and lots of people are on you we don't want to feed the monster y'all we don't i'm telling you, man i don't want to be on youtube i don't youtube is the monster i'm not fighting anybody on youtube i'm feeding it Right. That's one of the reasons why I got off Facebook, because I'm not fighting any. It's like you just get to a point where you understand, man, you're not fighting the monster, man. You're feeding it. But the thing is, there's there's hardly any support to go anyplace else. You, we could try all day. So, OK. You know, and, and you can see it. There's this there was this move to get off YouTube and people are rebounding right back to YouTube. People aren't leaving Facebook. You know, it's it's uh, it's going to fluctuate. And, 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 and even if they are, y'all, you please understand the strategy of the Democrats is to divide and conquer. They have divided the audience of these people and they're going here and they're going there. They're divided, y'all, rather than really being unified. They've got them scattered. You know, right? The, the, the flock has been struck and the sheep have shattered. y'all. They've scattered y'all. Right. So and it's working. I'm sorry, man. It's effective. So, in the th in the, so reason why we're putting our content up on YouTube is it's one of the only places where we can really be seen. People aren't supporting my content really on Rumble, except for a blessed few. I'm so thankful for them, but it's definitely not a su enough support to keep going. It's barely enough support to keep going on YouTube, right? But that's that's where people are, and we're just, and we're trying to connect with people where they are. So you know. If you if you're if you're supporting, if you're giving that subscription, it's not for the exclusive. We're trying to be inclusive. We need for people to hear this message. Right. Don't don't you don't you think that the, the, the message of sanity needs to be as promoted as far as we can? And we're always saying freedom isn't free. Right. Freedom isn't free. Freedom isn't free. Well, somebody is is must be kind enough to volunteer to say, OK, we really need other people to hear this message. So, man, you know what? Here's my 20 bucks. Godspeed, get out there, go forth and get this message out there. That should, I would like to think that that's the attitude. Support, do it not just to keep it to yourselves. It, we're, the, the message isn't meant to be a candle kept under a basket, y'all. 
It's supposed to be put up in the window so people can see it. <laughs> Isn't that what you want? So that's what we're trying to do. And, and I'm sorry if anybody feels cheated that that other people are seeing this content on YouTube before you see it on Rumble or see it on Bill Widow's site. Y'all were trying to get sanity out there. I, I thought that's what you wanted to support, you know? So uh, that being said, I hope that I hope that clears things up um, uh, on that. Let me see. Um, just wanted to see uh, uh, some some input on here really quick. Maybe I can address some of y'all's input because I am so grateful for you guys tuning in. I want to leave y'all hanging, just be talking about other people's input on another channel. Um, but uh, as I can see, it's it. Um, uh, we got folks coming in and actually uh it's 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 um it's it's a nice presence that we got going on there and it's too much for me to keep track of so if i try to read through them man i'm gonna have to go silent that'll suck man actually it might be people out there actually know man you can take a break from talking you want you just read for a little bit because <laughs> you ramble and stuff um but at any rate y'all uh thank you so much i hope you guys support i'm at bronzeserpentmedia.com if you like the shirts y'all you know, don't 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 give the term radical over to the godless. Right. That's it's not for them. These are rebels. The Bible calls them rebels. The Constitution calls them rebels. I can't stand it when I hear conservatives calling these Democrats radicals. They're not radicals. Right. You're, you're, you're basically calling them what Republicans were calling. That's why people think the parties have switched sides. I'm telling you, guys, you, you stop doing that. Get this shirt. And get out there and represent what real radicalism is. Jesus is the one true radical. Right. So we want to be following his footsteps. You can get the mugs, you know, uh, the Zoloft. I'm trying to keep the Zoloft going, y'all. As you know, uh, YouTube canceled. They, uh, they they delete them. When I put them, I haven't put up the Zoloft on YouTube in like a, a year because they take them down when I put them up. And hardly anybody watches them on Rumble, you know, so I don't have the support to keep doing them. But uh, I would like to. I would like to bring the Zoloft back. Uh, I'm trying to. I just, uh, the support's just not there. Uh, but in the meantime, I hope that y'all will support, you know, the Zopium Den, I'm still able to do those and, uh, you know, and hopefully you guys check out the music. You know, I, a lot of conservatives out there are complaining about these these kinky liberal artists out there like Cardi B and all that sort of stuff. I'm telling you guys, they're going to they're not going to stop doing what they're doing. What you do is that you support a competitive market against it. And conservatives don't do they have more energy to complain about these people, but don't have the energy to support a competitive market against it. And, you know, I don't know, un unless conservatives really start doing that. You know, it doesn't and y'all, it doesn't matter if, if the music is your cup of tea or not. It's and I, I get that. I totally understand. Do you think a lot of this stuff when these when these record producers put up, put these money behind it, you think they really care for that kind of music? A lot of them don't. Right. They don't. But they have an agenda. And that's why they do it. Right. Because of the messaging in it and what it does to the culture. That's why they do it. And of course, it fills their pockets. It ain't like they really care about the music themselves. They just see the effects that it has. And that's why they do it. I'm trying to tell conservatives. Try to follow the same format. Look, have the vision to see the effect that it's going to have, right? It ain't all about whether it's your cup of tea or not. You just have to at least know if it's decent. Like, say, for instance, I'm not particularly crazy about country music, but I know when a song is well done or not. It's like, okay, that song is, is well produced. And I don't particularly care for the genre, but it's well produced. And I know that it will sell, right? I, it's different kinds of genres. Like, yeah, I may not particularly care for that kind of genre, but I know that it's it's done well. It's executed decent enough to be able to uh, to to make its mark in the culture. 
And a lot of times uh, with conservatives, they, they just don't do that. It's all about if I don't like it, I don't like it. And I don't care what kind of potential it has. And I don't care about the message. And I don't care about this. And I don't care about that. Just give me the politics. Give me the red meat politics. And I'm telling you that that doesn't work, y'all. You're seeing it. If you're seeing it, it doesn't work, right? Uh, conservatives just they got to learn to support that market of competitive content, creative content to compete against what these nuts are doing. All right. Anyway, y'all, I'm going to start. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Juniper uh, 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 came in and just made my day. Right. Your music is good. Blessings. Sledge on. And thank you. All right, y'all. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Blessings. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle here with my good friend, Zoe Rachel. And uh, we are going through the basic uh, seven cardinal virtues, sort of as a foundation for all of the more specific stuff that's going to come later. And uh, Zoe, today's topic is, is wrath. And um, don't tell me you don't know anything about wrath because I've seen you out there. I've seen you doing your video and, and the virtue that accompanies that is patience. <laughs> yes, and doesn't it take a lot of that, man? I uh, uh, need something to bite down on for sure when I do that. But let me at him, man. Yeah, the big payback. But, buddy, if there was ever a time when patience uh, was in demand, this is it. Because I have to tell you, I'm just being completely honest here. I can't remember being this angry for this long. And, and I mm. make a living off of being angry. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's practically unbearable out there. For me, the thing that is the most um, just infuriating, the thing that generates the most wrath in me, which is a deadly sin, is, is just the, the, the sheer blatantness of how hypocritical things are. You know, uh, on The Mandalorian, some, the guy who's the head guy can, can you basically call every Trump supporter a Nazi. And then um, when this woman says, be careful, we don't dehumanize uh, conservatives the way that the Nazis dehumanize Jews, she's, she's just fired. All of the, um, you know, peace, mostly peaceful uh, riots during the whole summer, that's fine. Uh, otherwise, there's an insurrection that threatens the democracy. The hypocrisy is what drives me out of my skull. Sure, sure. Now, you know, the Lord talks about things like this. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the judge not, least ye be judge, but they don't read the full context of that. Uh, the full context is don't judge hypocritically. Uh, make sure that you yank that plank out of your own eye before trying to dig out the splinter in somebody else's eye. And we have a very sick case of that. And this also comes out in the, in, uh, in the dynamic of people not knowing good from evil, who call bittersweet, who call light dark. We are totally living in the days, or these days are being revisited upon us where people they really don't know the difference between the two you know like i said uh they they'll they'll look at these things they'll see them as total opposites good from uh bad light from dark good uh you know regardless man from trans you you don't know it's like people they have they're all over the place with these things and don't have a focal point where to go to them and like in things like star wars you can see that total hypocrisy come out where a person isn't even making anywhere near an anti-semitic remark no but that's what they're seen as. It's bizarre. Well, it's being used as a, as a means to fire her because she's a conservative. She's mm. a fan popular favorite. For those of you not up on it, mm. um, the, the, there's an actress who was very popular in the Star Wars show Mandalorian uh, run by Disney. Mm. And, um, and she has just basically fought against the woke mob. Mm. Not done anything particularly offensive, and she put out a tweet saying, hey, let's not compare, let's not dehumanize conservatives the way that the, the Nazis dehumanized the Jews, and Disney fired her for promoting Nazi propag uh, 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 viewpoints. It, it, what, what about, what is it today, Zoe, before we get to the antidote to all this, mm. 
you personally, what makes you the most angry out there? Because to me, it's just a, a, a sea of wrath and I, and I do my best to get it under control. Um, it's, it's people just being straight up allergic to truth, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we need a vaccine for that. And and, and you know what, if if they, if they're allergic to the truth, they should have to continue to wear those masks, the round ball masks that go around the back of your head. So you can't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes them feel better, it's it's like, knock yourselves out, go ahead and do that. You know, and, um, and I totally get it, man. Even Jesus himself, Jesus, you know, you know that what's that, uh, that abbreviation SMH shaking my head. Jesus is the original shaking my head guy he even says he says man i really wish that i could set the world on fire right now right yeah, he says he's like you know he's like how long do i have to suffer with you people this is the truth right you guys say that you want the truth and here it is and now you guys are acting like a kid that want to sit in santa claus's lap when you sit in his lap you start peeing on him and crying you know so it's like what is it that you guys really want and it's like look man i know this about you i've always known this about you but what i'm trying to demonstrate to you is that there is no excuse for you guys to not see it despite how smart you think you are. So I totally get it, man. If, if, if the question is, is what makes me so angry? It's when people can look right in the face of truth. It's like, man, you wouldn't know the truth if it died for you. Yeah, I've often wondered about that uh, story biblically. You know, the, 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 uh, the Israelites are out in the desert for 40 years. Mm-hmm. They have a pillar of smoke by daytime, a pillar of night by fire by night. Mm. Food falls from the sky. Uh-huh. And the first thing they want to do when the boss is out of town is, is build themselves a, a golden calf to worship. You know, it's 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 actually, I think that, that for some reason that story goes to the heart of human nature more than anything. Here's all the evidence you could possibly need, mm-hmm. at least in terms of the story. Here's the evidence. Mm-hmm. And and people don't want uh, the truth in many cases. They want the comfort of a of a. a a brazen image, a golden calf, right. something something that's not so demanding on them, right? I mean, that really is it. Uh, I, I think the thing that makes me most angry when you get right down to it and you peel away the hypocrisy mm-hmm. is that so many people are intentionally looking away from from the truth and doing the right things. It's easier. Mm-hmm. It's easier to worship the golden calf and then go have a beer than it is to, <laughs> to, to, to try and, and live up to you know, a life that's that's led in the pursuit of truth and 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 justice and integrity. Sure, sure. And and Bill, you, you, you touched on um, this wrath. You know, uh, especially concerning the wrath of God and the evidence that they had. And people wonder why God is so vengeful, so to speak. Why he's so full of wrath? It's just like you said. You have all the. It's like this is like the the. the paramount of evidence that you can have. And that's why Jesus says, what a wicked generation this is that demands this proof. It's like, you don't want proof. It's not what you really want. That's not going to be the thing that fulfills you. So, um, you know, when God is like, even as something as simple as, hey, don't eat from that tree. Look, why not? Because look, man, I've given you, I have shown you my grace up front. You have eternal life. You've got the best healthcare plan there is. You're gainfully employed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you, <laughs> yeah, you, you will yeah, never, and it's free. It's genuinely free, right? It's I've given you my grace up front. I've got one policy for you. Don't eat from that. Ch- oh, I see you're gonna eat from the tree anyway. Now. Is there is is God not justified in saying, look, man, you do not have enough behind for me to kick for what you did. My foot is going to spread out on the behinds of all generations that follow you for what you have done because of what I have given you. I have given you that full on proof. 
and you rejected the truth and listened to somebody else. So now when people, when God does these things, now God, people just see God as a murderer or just some tyrannical spaghetti monster in the sky. But it's like, look, how would you feel if you told somebody, look, this is the truth. And they went and did something else that became a full on liability to everybody else. You'd be a little upset too. You know, it's a, I don't want to get too far off onto this, but I think it's a really interesting point you just raised. And I'd be curious to know if it's the same as for you, because listening to you, I realized that that probably the thing that motivates me the most, I'm certainly not trying to make myself into a prophet by any means, but what right. I, but what does motivate me is I can see what's going to happen if we keep doing these things. I've, I've read enough history. I've, I, I've, I've studied enough philosophy, morality. I know enough about human nature after having studied it for years and years and years, the very best and the very worst. Mm. And and one of the reasons that I I just keep getting up and doing this every day, you could just basically say, well, what's going to happen is going to happen. And to some degree, that's true. But but it's hard knowing what it's hard to know that the butt kicking is on its way. <laughs> right. And and you you feel an obligation to do whatever you can to either avert it, mitigate it or or I, I suppose afterwards atone for it, but it's it's hard to know mm. that that the outcome of these kind of of inversion of virtue that we live in today is going to result in a serious butt kicking. And do you find that's a, a big part of why you continue to put out the messages that you put out? I, I do because we we you know from where I'm coming from, Bill, as a, as a you know uh, based on the Bible. You know, it's not even so much about, uh, I mean, because, man, you don't want to be on the business end of God's wrath. I mean, it's, no. it's just not where you want to be. But the real the, but the, the real deal is the joy, Bill, the, for, for somebody to say, you know what, I see it. I see the truth. That's that's yeah. the real thing. But but yeah. even but he, Jesus himself even says, it's like, look, man, hell, you don't want none of that. You know, people like try to make God out to be this God who's, well, if God is really loving you, if he's all merciful, why would he send anybody to hell? That's not how it works. It's not about God rejecting them. It's about them rejecting God. It's just, God's like, look, man, I'm not going to make you be where you don't want to be. I'm not going to do that for you. But nobody can facilitate this club super fantastic afterlife for you that you think you're going to go to. And you don't yeah. want none of that. So yeah. even where uh, Jesus is concerned, man, it's, it's really just about bringing folks into the party. You know, and uh, more more than it is, because he even says, like, don't even celebrate that you've defeated demons. Celebrate that your name is written in heaven. So that's where mm. I'm at. Well, you know, I've no one thing I've noticed from having done uh, six or seven of these shows now, mm. especially the ones on the the seven cardinal virtues. I've noticed that it's so much more fun to talk about the vice than it is to talk about the virtue. <laughs> yes. the, the, the the vice is just like yeah, the <laughs> virtue is is harder. Mm. So um, while we got a couple minutes left let's talk about about patience sure. uh, the antidote to this kind of anger uh, the the cardinal virtue of uh, of patience the idea that um, that a person who's in balance a person who is who is not only seeking the truth and happiness and all the rest of the stuff but a, but a person who's acquired wisdom uh, develops patience because they understand and this is a struggle for me mm. but they understand that that the, the errors, the mistakes, the hypocrisy, the lies, the outright criminal behavior that they see in other people mm. either has existed in them or, or could have existed in them. And, and patience is the ability to understand the flawed nature of the human animal and, and provide a bit of, of perspective and, and some forgiveness as well. Sure. You know, and, um, and 
just really quick on wrath, you know, um, definitely we don't want to be hypocrites here. I've had my taste of it. You know, it's like you want to you want to make sure that people know that you have offended them. And you I mean, you really want to let them know down to the bone. And it's like I've done it. I've, I've known other people have done it. And at the end of the day, it's like, man, was it really worth it? And all that to say, when it comes to the flip side of wrath being patience, um, I'm, I'm going to step on some toes here, probably ruffle some feathers, but I would disagree that patience is the other side of wrath. Okay. Um, really what it comes down to, Bill, is forgiveness. I, I kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, this, this patience uh, was listed as one of the seven cardinal virtues, and that's sort of a classical reference that th those ideas and those... Um, those definitions have been around for centuries, mm. but I agree. I think that the I think that the antidote to to, to wrath is not so much uh, enduring it and waiting it out. It's mm. it's it's the forgiveness. It's the it's the understanding that that you're not immune to this, and no one is. That there are no perfect people. That you know he's without sin, cast the first stone, kind of thing. Has got yeah. a lot of truth to it, and and so the the hard part is is forgiving the people that, that make you angry. And I suppose patience has forgiveness enfolded into it. Yes. You can't really be patient if you're not ready to forgive people because otherwise your head will explode. And I've often <laughs> thought that was going to happen to me. I, I sometimes have had to keep duct tape wrapped around my head, honestly, and, 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 and cool it down in buckets of ice water these last several months. Mm. But um, patience and forgiveness, again, and it, we see this every time with these seven deadly sins and these seven cardinal virtues. They're a form of emotional discipline. They're a means of, of, it's not that you don't feel the emotions, it's that you're the master of them and that, and that patience and forgiveness are, are choices. Wrath is, is almost by its, the nature of the term wrath as opposed to maybe anger or outrage. Wrath is this uncontrolled hurricane of, of sheer emotion and hate and, and virtue and patience both are are decisions, they're choices. Mm -hmm. Like every other virtue, it's a choice. You can choose to stop eating too much. You can choose to um, to uh, to be grateful for the stuff you have instead of constantly wanting more and so on and so on and so on. And that choice is not always easy. In fact, it's usually very hard, but the fact that we have the choice is the entire point, isn't it? Sure, sure. And you know, I think a lot of things with uh, with forgiveness, I think people struggle with forgiveness because they think that if you forgive, then there's not going to be any justice. And that's absolutely not true. Um, oh, that's a good point. You know, it's, there's, there, there has to be a reckoning for the, for the wrongs that were, that were done within measure, right? So, it, it, but like, say, for instance, you got these people out there calling themselves social justice warriors, and they've shown their true colors. It's not justice that they want. They want vengeance. Even they're out there talking about, it's not Biden that we want. We want vengeance. So I guess they should call themselves uh, social vengeance warriors uh, because, and the thing is, Bill, all these issues that these people are doing with that they try to say is due to racism or, or feminism, that's that's a crack on the surface for a bunch of deep-seated pressure that's building up for other emotional problems that they have, and they're yeah. taking it out on people in in irrational ways. These are the these are the uh, symptoms of wrath. This is this is the rendering of wrath. That's why the Lord says, "Hey, leave that to me. Have your justice." Use me as your square of justice and how you will dispatch of justice. Yes, of course. But that doesn't mean that you can't forgive. So that's what we're dealing with, Bill, is that we're, we're, there, there's a great misunderstanding of what forgiveness is. And yes, it does take um, um, patience. Uh, that's a part of it. That's, that's a byproduct, of, if, if, for lack of a better way, 
of forgiveness. But the flip side of wrath, though, is would be more towards forgiveness. And I could say this really quick. <clears throat> you know, Jesus himself, you know, people think that Jesus, you know, uh, which he was a very nice guy, even when he's on, this cr on the cross, he's saying, uh, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. It's like, well, where's the justice, Jesus? Where's the justice? Jesus wasn't just saying that because he's a nice guy. He's saying that because he's constantly letting people know who he's always been. It's like, yeah. you guys, do you guys remember that law of unintentional uh, sins and those sacrifices that you were supposed to make for the sins that you didn't know that you were committing? I'm invoking that law upon you right now. Do you see who I am? I'm the one who gave that law to Moses. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Let me go ahead and be the atonement for them so God doesn't kill all of you right now. Yeah, you know, I, I hadn't really thought about it until you mentioned it, which is why I like doing shows with you. Oh, thank you. But but when but when he says, uh, Father, forgive them, they, they know not what they do, mm. you always tend to think of he's talking about the Romans, mm -hmm. but he's talking about every single one of us. He's talking yes. about the human creature, mm -hmm. right? We make these mistakes and we and we do not know what we're doing sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have uh, these virtues and that's why a, a virtuous society can govern itself and, a, and a, a virtuous society disappears and you have a society of vice, then you're gonna find out, we're gonna find out real quick what happens if if we allow that to happen and, and our goal is to make sure that it doesn't. Right. Uh, Zoe, it's always a pleasure talking to you. I always learn so much from you. Thanks very much for uh, being with us here today. It's great to see you again. Likewise. And uh, this show is made possible by the members of BillWhittle.com, the old flames that have been there forever. But this show especially uh, is a, a small measure of our thanks for the, for the new members that signed up during our membership drive back in uh, January. And for that, we're very, very grateful. Uh, we will see you next time with a brand new uh, vice for us to froth about. And then um, another few minutes of another, you know, kind of a virtue that we all have to probably just sit down and put up with. And you can't have your pudding until you eat your meat, I guess. <laughs> This is uh, Bill Little for Alfonso Rich. We'll see you next time here on the uh, on the Virtue Signal.